from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. Listen, I'm not telling you you've got to work with an independent financial advisor, but if you don't, you will pay for it. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. On today's episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast, I want to bring to you an analogy that I think is really neat. It's very real life. It's not extraordinary. It's nothing groundbreaking. But I want to bring an analogy to you to show you that what we've always done, the way we've always done it, may not be the best way to continue doing that. Not only in our life and our day-to-day activities, but definitely in the way that we manage our money. Now, as an advisor, I'm always wanting to be cutting edge and up to speed. As an investor, I think that you should also be looking for new, better ways to do what you've always done. If you're investing in mutual funds, there's probably a little better way. If you're investing in A-share mutual funds, I know there's a better way. If you are looking at some sort of an advisory account that is giving you no downside protection and you're close to retirement, there is a better way. These types of things are things we discuss in this show, and hopefully I get this point across with a little bit of education, but also a little bit of entertainment. This episode, and just so you know, this is a radio episode that was aired around Christmas, as you can probably tell by the music that you'll hear throughout the show, but it is something that is uh, probably an evergreen analogy. It'll be good all year round. So without any further ado, let's jump straight to this week's episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Merry Christmas. Thanks again for spending this time with us. You know, during this time of the show, we like to bring a pause for positivity. Every single week, we try to bring some positive news, some positive insights, some ways to look at things or or the ways to think about things, ways to change your mindset. Last week, we talked about, uh, you know, making sure you're running your own race. And I had people texting me and they said, Dale, you're preaching. You know, you should just go ahead and preach, make that a sermon. But at the same time, that that is carrying into even the show sometimes, that pause for positivity. Today, I just want to bring you some really positive thoughts, some things to think about, some things that I saw on Facebook, a couple of things. So right off the bat, first of all, I want to tell you that Christmas will not fall on on Sunday again, apparently, for 11 years. Now, I've not fact-checked that, but I saw that on Facebook. So if you see it on the internet, it's got to be right. Right. (laughs) So 11 years now, we will be without a Christmas on Sunday. Now, that's not a very significant fact, but it's a fact that makes you think about this. In 11 years, the next time that Christmas is on a Sunday, your children will be grown. A lot of your family members that you love, or at least some of them, will be passed on. A lot of the people that you know could have changed. A lot of the situations that you know will have changed. So be thinking about being in the present now. Be sure that you tell the ones you love that you do love them. Be sure you spend time with and you're intentional on investing in relationships that you care about. A lot will change between now and the next time Christmas falls on a Sunday. And to be real frank with you, we might be living in a world that we would not recognize 
10 years ago. I know the world has changed a lot in the last 10 or 11 years. It's going to change quite a bit in the next 10 or 11 years. So just think about here and now, today. What are you spending time on? One of the things that's really unique about Facebook is that you don't see a lot of positive news, but when you do see it, it seems to go viral. And that's because people are hungry for positive news. I hope that this one goes viral. The funny thing is it happened here in Campbellsville, Kentucky, where we're cutting the show today. Campbellsville, Kentucky Police Department were handing out a $100 bill uh, to people that they saw on the streets just randomly. Now, again, I saw this briefly. I saw a video. It had been shared several times. This may take place across the nation. I don't know. But I do know this. In the heartland of Kentucky, we care about people. You care about people. I'm confident of that. And because of that, we have had businessmen all over this great community of Campbellsville handing $100 bills to the police department to essentially hand out to those in need or people they felt may be in need. The video I saw was a, a, a young lady, looked to be maybe in her 50s, 60s, looked like she may have struggled a little bit, walking out of what appeared to be the Kroger parking lot, and the police officer said, hey, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? Well, of course, that startled this lady. She walks over to the window, and he says, I just want to hand you $100. Some businessmen in town have got together and, and started handing out $100 bills, and we're here to help deliver them. Santa's elves, if you want to think of it that way. Now, not to devalue police officers. They have a great value in our community. But, man, what an amazing way to shine a light on people that you may never know what they're going through but you may change the course of their life with a simple interaction. We do something as a team at RD Smothers Wealth Management we call Team 20. And I'm just giving you some insight on how we run meetings from time to time. We'll have, uh, we'll have a, a devotion that we read. And so every morning at 9 o'clock for 20 minutes, we spend 20 minutes trying to grow inwardly, trying to grow spiritually, trying to go uh, a, a little bit farther as a person than we perhaps went yesterday. And so on this journey towards life, we know that in order to be better, we have to be intentional about being better. And I think it was uh, Tuesday, Tuesday morning, our devotion or our Team 20, you know, it's not always spiritual or scriptural based. This time it was more interpersonal, even professional development, but it can be applied to so many things. And, and we talked about the 30 second rule. And if you're not familiar, the 30-second rule comes to us from one of John Maxwell's books that he, he started talking about this 30-second rule. And he said, for the first 30 seconds you interact with someone, be intentional about making their day better. Be intentional about making their situation better. Be intentional about complimenting them or, or enlightening them or encouraging them in some way. Too many times for that first 30 seconds, we are trying to stand out to an individual. We're trying to be extraordinary to an individual. And people do not need extraordinary individuals in their life. They need ordinary individuals who care. Be that person. How many people do you encounter? How many people will you encounter today for 30 seconds? Is there a way that you can change their life in that matter of time in 30 seconds? If you're intentional about it, I think it's easy for you as a lady to perhaps walk up to a lady and say, I really like your dress you have on. Now, that's one example, but I'm telling you, if, if you will do that, you're going to change that lady's day. And then every time she puts that dress on, she's going to remember you. She may not remember who you are if she doesn't know you, but she is going to remember your face. and She's going to remember your voice saying, this is a pretty dress. 
You're going to change the way she feels about herself. And a lot of times you'll walk away from that interaction feeling better about yourself. You know, as a guy, always be looking for ways that we can help. As, a, as a, an example, you know, I was walking into a McDonald's parking lot. We, the funny thing is, as our team is growing, we have these uh, quarterly reviews, right? We have quarterly production reviews. And we talk about, of course, the business production and making sure they're servicing the client well. And But one of the first things that they have to grade themselves on, and then we as a, as a management team come in and grade them on, is brand representation. Now, that's a, that's a fancy way for us as a firm to say, our brand at RD Smothers Wealth Management is this. Are you representing that brand? And as a subcategory to explain what that section means, we say one thing and one thing only. Are you making other people's days better? And that's what we have embodied as a firm. And if we can do that on a daily basis. Now, granted, we aren't always perfect at that. We make mistakes. We're human beings. But being intentional about making someone's day brighter Nine times out of ten will mean that you are going to make someone's day brighter more times than you will not make their day brighter. You will impact their life in a more positive way as opposed to being the voice of negativity or even the voice of doubt. Now, granted, there are times to worry. There are times to doubt. There are times to fear. There's a Bible verse that says just that. Times to weep. Times to cry. But we want to be the voice in the wilderness sometimes that is saying it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because I'm here beside of you. And guys, one thing can change someone's day. I was headed into a McDonald's a couple days ago, and I'm telling you something that's very ordinary, but to someone it may have seemed extraordinary. This is not to pat myself on the back. This is to give you examples of how simple it is to be a light to someone. I was walking into McDonald's, uh, I was going to get breakfast. The line was too long in the drive-thru. As I was weaving through the line of the drive-thru walking, I noticed a trailer that had its chains dragging the ground, and the guy with the truck was actually uh, not aware of it. And as he was dragging the chains, they were not only making noise, but they had the potential of bouncing up and hitting his truck. So I, I pecked on his window real lightly, and I said, hey, you've got chains dragging. He said, oh, man, thank you for telling me as he was getting ready to get out. I said, I've got them. I got them. I just wanted to let you know that you, you know, you've got chain dragging. I'll take care of it for you. I went and clipped them where they're supposed to be. It took me 20 seconds. I was out, waved at him, and it was impressive. He turned around and said, you know, I appreciate you doing that. You didn't have to do that, but thank you. Now, that small interaction, don't know who that man was, couldn't tell you where he was from, but I'm telling you that that small human interaction sometimes is exactly what people need. I didn't do it to be able to tell a story. I did it because I was raised to make people's day brighter. If we can do that, we're going to have a really amazing world that we live in. So congratulations to this Campbellsville Police Department. I know that congratulations is probably the wrong word, but kudos, job well done. Uh, your reward is in heaven. Whatever you want to say, you're doing amazing work. Thank you for who you are and what you do. Stories like that all over the country, no doubt. But that's the one that we highlighted today. There's our pause for positivity. When we come back after this break, we're going to start discussing this idea of what got you here may not get you there. In more simple terms, the way that our grandparents and our parents retired, unfortunately, is not the way that you will retire. And for that reason, you need to be talking to an advisor that is up to date on the best possible ways to construct a portfolio for your retirement success. We're going to talk to you how and why that's important to you right after this. 
You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, serving the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. We are happy that you're listening in and hope you find value in this week's episode. If you'd like to listen to past episodes and find exclusive content and full-length interviews, search for the Retirement Matters Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice or visit us online at rdswealth.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. That website again is rdswealth.com. Unfortunately, for many retirees, they're simply trading in the stress of work for the stress and worry about their financial future. At R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, our goal is to help build you a retirement plan that provides a smooth transition away from the time clock and into the time of your life. So even if you're still waiting on work retirement, we want to help you retire now from the worry of retirement funding. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Welcome back to the Retirement Matters Show. We are going to jump right into a story. Man, we've got a really, really good story today and an analogy to hopefully help you understand why it's important to be doing things the, the more modern way, especially when it comes to investing. There are a lot of things that have changed in the investment world in the last 20 to 30 years. And having an advisor that's been practicing, you know, I've been practicing over a decade. I've been in this industry for about 12 years. I know what I'm doing, but I can assure you that the way I managed people's money 12 years ago as clients is not the way that I manage their money today. Now, I still have those people as clients, but we have adopted and adapted their portfolio to adjust with the times, to adjust with their goals, to adjust with their desires, to adjust with their level of risk, to adjust with their desire for less and less worry as you get closer to retirement, or even better, as you enter into retirement. So we help people cross this line into retirement every day. And for that reason, we have to keep our knife sharp. We have to know that we are always doing what's best for the client, not only because we uphold ourselves to the fiduciary standard, but also because we are there to make sure that we're giving the client the best possible retirement for them. Now, let me tell you this. There are things that we would do 12 years ago that we would not do today. There are things that we would do 12 months ago that we would not do today. And the only way that we know that is because we're up to date on not only the market development, but the methods that are designed to generate income for a client in retirement. What may have got you here will not get you there. And we've talked about this in a lot of analogies, but I want to bring this one to you. The other day, uh, it was late at night. I'm a, I'm, so let me, let me just tell you a little bit about myself real quick. I am a cereal junkie. <laughs> and I don't understand. Cereal and chocolate chip cookies are my two weaknesses. Other than that, I'm pretty healthy. But the other night, I craved uh, this cereal that I had found. Uh, golly, funny story. It comes full circle. Last week, we were talking about the grocery store and how I don't go into the grocery store because of the new packaging, right? Well, there was this new cereal packaging that I found. It used to be unpopular to buy your cereal in the bags. Now, if you've never been to the cereal aisle, if you're not a cereal eater, I don't know that I even have much use for you. (laughs) But uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But if you're not a cereal eater, 
you may not know what I'm talking about, but when you go into Walmart now, it appears that half of the aisle is bags and half of the aisle is boxes. It used to be the other way around. You had two or three bags and all the aisle was boxes. So I, I digress. But used to be when you got a bag cereal, you would either cut it open. I'm OCD, so I would I would cut it open, or you would you would tear it open uh, gingerly. Very seldom did you tearing that open gingerly actually work out. Typically, the bag would rip halfway down the side, and then you're trying to pour cereal out of a uh, you know a massive opening in the bag. Tying it back up was impossible. The whole bag of cereal was ruined. So when you buy the bag to save because you're buying more at once. You end up using only half of the bag because it goes stale before you can finish the bag. Now, if you can't tell, I'm I'm an expert at cereal, so if you need any advice on that, I can also give you some advice. But here's the point I want to make. As I was standing there, ready to open up this bag of cereal, like I've always done, I've got the scissors in hand, I'm about to make the cut, I see writing all over the wall, and it says, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, don't do this, stop. It says, stop, 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 everywhere, stop other side. So I flip to the other side. I begin to uh, examine it a little bit and I realize there's a little pull tab. And when I pull that tab, I realize that there is actually a Ziploc baggie system in this bag of cereal that not only allows you to open it efficiently, but also close it back airtight, preserving all the crunchy goodness <laughs> inside. Now that is that is what I, it spoke to me. Because as I was standing there about to do it like I've always done it, again, an expert in cereal, let's consider myself, been doing it for years, love cereal, it's one of my go-to snacks at night, so it's safe to say I know my way around opening up a bag in the best possible way to preserve the cereal inside. You know, I'm not one of those that accidentally rip the bag very often, and it rips down the side of the bag and cereal spills out, and then you've got to try to tape it back together. We've all been there, I'm sure. If you're a cereal person, you've been there. Even with boxed cereal, sometimes those bags rip open incorrectly. But I've always had a love-hate relationship with bag cereal. You get a lot more, and it's a little more difficult to open and then seal back. This new way of doing this cereal bag was allowing me to preserve the cereal that was in there and only use what I needed to use right then. And I begin to think about investors, investors who are using experts. So we'll consider them investors who are using, quote unquote, financial advisors. And too often we see people with financial advisors who have their financial advisor immediately take a look at their portfolio, assume that they know what they want to do, and then begin building this portfolio for them in a cookie cutter approach the way they have always done it for years. And their words can even be verbatim, well, this is how we've done it for years. It's always worked. It will work going forward. Not only am I here to tell you that it may not work going forward, I'm here to tell you that there most likely is a better way. Just like I was used to opening up the cereal, and now I realized by doing a little bit of examination, there was a better bag to buy, and therefore a better way to open and then preserve what we didn't need in the bag. That is exactly what we're doing at RD Smothers Wealth Management. Constantly looking for new ways to do exactly what the client is looking to do, but not just because they're new and shiny, but because they are efficient. If the new method of managing money is more efficient, makes the client more money, and stands to lose the client a lot less money in a down market, 
then I want you to ask yourself, why would my portfolio not consist of those things? If I'm working with a quote-unquote expert, why are they not up to speed on what is the most efficient thing in the market right now? And I think a lot of it lies in the lack of training, if you want to think of it that way, the lack of desire to learn new ways, or even a fact that sometimes big box companies put their advisors in a box and allow them only to sell certain things to their clients. It's a sad situation for that advisor that wants to learn, that wants to provide the best, but just simply can't because they're not provided the right tools. Now, how do I know that side of the aisle? Because I was there. I was there. At the beginning of my career, I was there. I was in a big box company that offered only certain types of mutual funds, certain types of life insurance, certain types of insurance products that would be considered investments. They, they had these things that they were trying to sell the clients. And they were trying to make everything fit to the solution as opposed to making the solution fit to the client's desires. It was a very sad situation once my eyes were open to it and I began to back away from that. Had I stayed in something like that, there's a good chance that I may have never changed my approach. And because of that, I may have never actually been able to explore what was more efficient for the client. As a financial advisor solely independent, RD Smothers Wealth Management, we have the ability to seek what is best for the client and consistently be cutting edge, state of the art in the way that we deliver our financial advice. Now, we've talked a lot of theory in the last 10 minutes. We've talked a lot of you know proverbial cereal bag, comparing that to your portfolio and why it's necessary for your advisor to be sure they're not just doing it the way they've always done it. But I, I want to I break this down, and I want to make it real for you. I want to make it real in the terms that you see and the things that you see in your portfolio. And for that reason, I'm going to talk through my next break. Typically, around this time, we would have a break telling you a little bit about the firm and how to get in touch with us. I want you to know that if you are interested in an opinion, 270-600-PLAN is the way to get in touch with us. We can help you manage your money, manage your retirement account, and make sure that your retirement account is exactly the way that you want it to be. 270-600-PLAN, we would be more than happy to sit down and be a second set of eyes for you in the Bowling Green area, the Nashville area, or any of the counties surrounding the Campbellsville, Kentucky area, we'd be happy to take a look at your accounts. Make sure you're on the right track towards the retirement you've always imagined. Whether you're five years or fewer from retirement, or you are in retirement, we can help safeguard the principle that you have amassed over these years and make sure that they are being managed in the best possible way for you to achieve your goals. That they're not being managed in the old way, or that they're not being managed the way that you know Grandpa used to manage money. Now, let me tell you again, for the purposes of this show, let's dive into some details on what that means for you. If you have A share mutual funds, you are being managed the old way. If you have a lot of bond funds, there's a good chance you are being managed the old way. If you have, and I'm painting with a very wide brush here. Now, I'm, I'm not at all telling you you shouldn't own any of these accounts. I'm telling you that there's a good chance that if you are entering into retirement and you hold these types of accounts, you probably need to get a second set of eyes on your overall account. If you're holding indexed annuities and you do not understand whether it's a growth annuity or an income annuity, you might be managed the old way. 
Annuities have came a long way in the last five to six years. A long way. At the same time, there are a lot of older annuities out there that are very, very bad for the client. Annuities, for the most part, are not a good thing. Unless they're managed properly, unless they are actually built to achieve your goals, we see it far too often where a client comes in, they've been given this product, they think that it can't take, you know, the market can't take any of my money. They look at this dollar amount and it's growing every single year by six or seven percent, and they're tickled with that. Who wouldn't be? But I'm telling you, there's probably a catch somewhere, and we can most likely find that for you and right the wrong. Uh, we've got clients coming in. We actually had a client come in last week. He had a financial product that had told him uh, his insurance salesman that sold it to him uh, basically said, well, you're not going to lose any money in this account. Come to find out that particular account was allocated in a way where it had a fee on the index he was tracking. And because of that, the index itself did nothing in the last few years, and he lost money. Uh, he wasn't tickled about it at all. So you got to understand the ins and outs of these products. That's one thing. Is that the old way of investing, you know, mutual funds with large commissions. That's not necessary anymore. Mutual funds that are in bond funds, that's just not necessary anymore. You know, there are ways for you as the investor to make this work more efficiently as long as your advisor is actually taking time to learn the new cutting edge ways. Another thing about that statement, what got you here will not get you there. When you have invested for 25, 30 years and you have been putting money to the market and just letting it grow, you know, A share mutual funds may get you to where you want to be, probably not as efficiently as they need to now, but you know, essentially back then that was what you had to choose from. You stayed with it for 25, 30 years. Now you're here. Say so you've got a million dollars in the account. You do not want to stay in mutual funds alone to generate your income. I'm telling you, if you do that, you stand a very high chance of running out of money. Just by keeping your market in the your money in the market, just by keeping your money there in mutual funds, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, you know, this is a balanced mutual fund. It averages 7% per year. That means I should be able to take 4 or 5 or 6%. No problem. The issue is averages lie. And on the way down the mountain, we've talked about this proverbial mountain that you climb. You climb all the way to the top, now you've retired, and it's time to take that back down the mountain. That's where you're spending down your money. When you're spending down your money in your account, I want you to remember two things that Dale told you. Averages, the average rate of return, in a portfolio, those averages lie. They will lie to you. They will make you believe that you can take more money than you actually can. And rule number two, losses hurt you more than gains help you. Losses hurt you more than gains help you. When you start coming down the mountain, it's not about the return on your principal as much as it is the return of your principal. And at Artie Smothers Wealth Management, we know ways to protect that principal. We know of new ways to manage money that allow you to take that same amount of money out every single year without worrying about the stock market. We can even wrap guarantees around that money by partnering with insurance companies to say, listen, if something happens that the market goes to nothing, if it goes to zero, we still want protection around income. We can do that. 
There are new ways to do that. And then you think, well, why, Dale, are other advisors not doing this? Why is my advisor not doing this? And that's a really good question I would be asking. And I'd be getting a second set of eyes on your portfolio if you don't have someone talking to you about tax planning, if you don't have someone telling you about how they can guarantee your income, if you don't have someone talking to you about how they can mitigate the losses in the next downturn of the market. If you've lost 15, 20, 30% in your total portfolio and you're about to enter into retirement, you are on dangerous ground. My, my mom and dad used to say, you're walking on thin ice, buddy. And I'm, I'm sad to say, but that's where we see a lot of people that are just a couple of years from retirement walking. They're walking on thin ice and they don't even realize it. You know, they, They've been told that they would be fine and they'll be safe and don't worry. But at the same time, there is worry creeping in because they can't see any kind of downside protection. When the market's down 15%, they're down 17 or 18%. When the market's down 10, they're down 11 or 12. That's just not necessary for someone in retirement. Again, when you enter into retirement, and when you get into what we would consider the red zone of retirement, five years or fewer from retirement, losses hurt you more than gains help. All right, that's the end of the show. Man, it flew by. Uh, I feel like I got majority of what I was trying to get out to you. I hope that it makes sense to you. You've got to be looking for the best ways to do exactly what you're trying to accomplish. Just because you've always done it one way doesn't mean you've got to continue doing it that way. That is the same not only in retirement planning, but in all things in life. And while we're in this Christmas season, this New Year's season, let's be sure that we are taking a new look at everything in our life. Make sure we are we are approaching every situation with a new perspective. And if we can do that, we will learn to live, love, and laugh a lot more than we ever have before. Be present, be here, be with the ones you love, and invest in those relationships more than you did last year. And one last time, I want to extend the offer if there's anything our firm can do for you. If you need help with Medicare planning, if you need help with long-term care planning, if you need help with income planning in retirement, or if you need help with some sort of tax planning for long-term tax benefits, we can help. 270-600-PLAN. Again, 270-600-PLAN. This has been a little bit of a different show, but I enjoy this show. I appreciate you tuning in, and I've really enjoyed spending this little bit of time with you during the Christmas season of 2022. Until we talk again next weekend, guys, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. Some of you, it may actually be New Year's before I talk to you again, so Happy New Year as well. God bless.